You know that feeling that you have whenever a base runner for the team you're pulling for gets thrown out trying to steal, and then a guy right after him hits a double or a triple or even a single or whatever, and you go, oh, man, if only he hadn't tried that. Let it go, okay? Let it go. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. Pirates 5, Rockies 3. The overall record of this ball club is now 11-7. and seven. And I actually did just say that the overall, uh, yeah, 11 and 7. They're now 4 and 2 on this trip with a series in Denver concluding this afternoon. A chance for a sweep of a really, really bad Colorado team, by the way. But take all the other circumstances. I keep saying this whether it's a Terrific team, whether it's a defending world champ like the Astros a week ago at PNC Park. Take those variables out of the mix because all of that evens out over the course of the season. The same way the Pirates are playing a last place team right now is the same way they were just going up against the Astros. What matters really Over the course of time in a season in which a team competes and possibly even, can I say it? No. Okay. (laughs) What matters the most is figuring out what your identity is and succeeding at it. And right now, and maybe this has taken some people by surprise more than it has me, but right now, this team is fun, not just because they're winning. But because of the the way they're playing aggressively, they're fast. Notice that? They got a lot of guys who can really move. That doesn't just go for the base pass. That also goes in the field. They've got a little bit of flamboyance to them, which I know sounds absolutely absurd since we're talking about the Pirates. But they do. Not the sword thing and not the, the the silly things they do when they get to second base on a double or whatever. I'm talking about style of play. I'm talking about developing for themselves an identity, but for others, a reputation that they're going to be a pain in the rear end anytime you take the field against them. Now, right off the bat, you're thinking to yourself, ah, oh, they're scrappy. They don't have to be scrappy. They... They're putting the ball over the fence, too. That's not scrappy, you know. They can be aggressive, and they can be emotional, and they can do some of those things that you saw last night for better and worse to continue building that. Twice they were thrown out at second base trying to steal, and the guy right after them popped one into the gap twice. And I'm Just going to shrug it off every time, every single time. Why? Because the same mindset sent Tucapita Marcano to home plate on a wild pitch where he barely made it, only with the most elegant athletic slide, reaching his hand around while he was eating dirt. It was really good stuff, dramatic stuff. 
and he jumps up and looks all, ah, look at me, back toward the dugout, and the dugout's going nuts. That's part of your identity. That's a great way to hit fast forward on a culture change. And if you have those kind of players, if you're Derek Shelton as the field manager, and those are the players that you've been given, those are the players that are coming up through the system, you work with them. You don't try to make square pegs fit into round holes. You don't say, gee whiz, Tucapita, where's the power, man? You know, you just tell them to play ball, play your game. And this, by the way, was what Shelton had to say about Marcano's slide to reporters in Denver last night. It's extremely athletic. I mean, the thing with Tuke is he's a baseball player. I mean, you can never count him out from doing anything. He, I don't know if he has a heartbeat, and he's just kind of the same. He had three good at-bats tonight, but, uh, you know, it was a big play in the game. It was a big deal. It was a big moment in the game. Big moment. Pirates needed that run. They needed all of their runs. It's course Field for crying out loud. A 5-3 lead is nothing. So if they lost a couple other runs along the way by taking this approach, hey, whatever. And by the way, by the way, do you want to just throw this into a, a big set of parentheses? Anytime you see that happen, dude comes up and gets a hit right after that, don't presume that it would have happened if that guy was on second base. Pitchers will pitch differently. They're going from the stretch. Some might be more effective from the stretch. Some are better from the windup. You just don't know. It's a different set of circumstances that comes up for each hitter. Okay, end of parentheses. This is, how many times have I used the word fun this week alone? I mean, this is fun. This is this is what baseball is supposed to be. Uh, even if you set aside the Pirates and then the encouraging start that they've had, I don't want to take it further than that. You're talking about the pitch clock. You're talking about games coming in at like two hours, two hours and 15 minutes. Games that are moving with pace, even when there are a lot of walks, a lot of hits, a lot of runs. Like this. Can't take your eyes off it. It's just different. Even the steals or the steal attempts feel different because it's been such a long, long time. I mean, you got to have been watching baseball for quite a while to remember when there were this many steal attempts. It goes back. But this group seems not only to be fitting well within that pace, but maybe is sprinting a little bit ahead of the pack in that regard. I wasn't all that happy, and I've shared that on this show with Ben Charrington, in my opinion, not focusing nearly enough this offseason on the possible rule changes. And I really didn't like it when I got wind in Bradenton that there was a good chance Jiwon Bay wouldn't make the cut for opening day. Well, he did, to their credit. And he's made the impact that he has to his credit. But we're also seeing other players in that similar mold, whether it's Marcano or Connor Joe or even you know a couple of the older guys. When I say older, I'm talking about Brian Hayes and Brian Reynolds just because they've been around for a bit. They're hardly old. But they've, they've done some of their own running the bases out there. Uh, they've taken advantage of their own athleticism and their own attitudes, their own approaches. And I'm... I'm just going to say here, 
that it's a good fit for this team, and boy, is it a good fit for the calendar year 2023. When we come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Your front door, your car, your bike, your computer, your gun. Safety is a habit. Every day you lock and secure your home and everything you want to keep safe. Gun safety and responsible storage are no different and the best way to help prevent accidents, misuse, and theft. If you have a firearm, own it, respect it, and secure it. Visit ProjectChildSafe.org. Brought to you by the National Shooting Sports Foundation and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. This segment's brought to you by Family Table. Mom-inspired, chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door. No prep, no mess, just reheat, which gives you more time for your family or hobbies or going to the gym or whatever. Go to FamilyTablePGH.com. Use the code DK20 for 20% off and free delivery on your first order. Order by noon Thursday for Monday delivery. Family Table bringing families back to the dinner table. Today's J1Q comes from Paul, and he says, DK, these eight consecutive quality starts, that's rare territory for any team. Uh, It's tough to wrap my head around this, respective to the recent history of this franchise. It certainly must have happened before, I'm just wondering where this effort and this stat might rank historically in the annals of the Pittsburgh Baseball Club. Uh, Paul, you have seen eight now quality starts in a row, two of those at Coors Field, courtesy now of Rich Hill and Vince Velasquez, both of whom have really bounced back from really lousy starts. Velasquez in this one gave up three early runs and ended up going six innings. Uh, and anybody who's pitched at Coors will tell you that's worth a cap tip and a half unto itself. Here are the overall stats before I get into anything historical. The Pirates starters have officially worked at least six innings, six flat innings, in each of the last eight games. Their ERA in that span is 2.57, not the team, but just the starters in the innings that they've logged, 2.57. Two of those games at Coors Field, have I mentioned. And that happens to be the longest stretch of the Pirates pitching at least six innings as starters since they had eight in a row, April 10 through 19 of 2019. Now, I'm going to throw a little asterisk in on that because that information is from the Pirates media notes and it doesn't designate whether or not those were quality starts. There's a reason for that. Quality starts remain an unofficial 
statistic. So you're not going to see the team come up with that. Uh, that's something that we're tracking. For anybody who doesn't know, it's the the loose definition of a quality start is at least six innings and three or fewer runs. But since it's not recognized by Major League Baseball, that's not in there. Nonetheless, I mean, you have eight starts of six innings or whatever in a row. You're probably getting pretty good starts out of whoever it is, especially in this day and age. So what these guys have done, I'm going to mention everybody's name here. I already mentioned Hill and Velasquez, but you're also talking about Mitch Keller, Ruanzi Contreras, and today's starter, Johan Oviedo. Uh, Oviedo is a guy I feel has been almost underappreciated in this because his numbers include that five-run first inning at Fenway Park after which he just mowed down the Red Sox and hasn't given up a blessed thing since then. Keller has looked like what you would want a staff ace to look like. My emphasis there on staff ace. I believe there are only four or five aces total to be had across the sport. Keller is not one of those yet. And Contreras has had to ride out some bumps. I'm still not convinced he's all the way where he needs to be, in particular with his fastball command, but he's fought through those bumps. And my goodness, the people who oversee pitching in this beautiful game will tell you they'd rather see that than someone just grooving along. They know what a prospect or a player looks like whenever he's just grooving along because they see that as easy. You're just riding a wave. What they want to see is what you look like after that wave has thrown you head first into the sand. And Rowanzi has done a pretty nice job of that. Ideally, you'd want him to get a little bit smoother, especially when it comes to putting his four-seamer where he wants. Look, man, it's been a good rotation. It has. The one variable that I cited to you guys above and beyond anything else all spring long was if the rotation can do its thing, that trumps everything else. It trumps uh, a bad bullpen, which of course they don't have. It trumps a bad lineup, which they haven't really had. It trumps bad defense, which they also haven't had. It has been the work of this rotation, the leader to date, of what this team has done. Now, can it be expected to continue at this pace? No, of course not. There's a reason, Paul, that you asked about the historical implications. It's not something that's common, not just in Pittsburgh, but anywhere. So you're going to have to see other components rise up a little bit in turn. I appreciate the question. It's a good one. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We'll do another one of these tomorrow. Tomorrow.